Hey, what's going on, Who That Nation? It is yours truly, TJ Jones, the host. And I got my co-host with me, got Packy Man, the host. All right. Of the State of the Saints podcast. And on this edition, we're going to be giving our final thoughts on the Saints' wild card weekend victory over the Chicago Bears. And uh, for another week, Who That Nation, we can breeze easily. Uh, we can breeze uh, easily to know that the New Orleans Saints are moving on to the division round to take on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Ain't that right, Peck? Exactly. The Saints will be taking on Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers for a third time. And, you know, everybody's talking about, you know, how hard it is to beat a team three times. They're going to push this narrative, who that nation. They're going to continue to push this narrative over and over and over again until they – Put it inside everybody's head and have everybody in the Who That Nation saying this over and over again. All you need is a little quick tab of Google. You know what I'm saying? This is a dash of Google, and it'll tell you that teams sweep uh, their opponents 67% of the time when they go up against divisional rivals uh, three times in the season. But the New Orleans Saints are moving on, and one thing that stood out in this game was the defense. Uh, the defense was the best part about this game. Uh, the New Orleans Saints offense struggled in the first half. They were trying to find some type of rhythm. You can tell that Drew Brees, Michael Thomas, Alvin Kamara, they weren't on the same page in the first half. And uh, that's going to uh, happen. You know, when you have about 60 snaps together throughout the entire season, you're going to have issues when it comes to chemistry and being on the same page. Uh, but the uh, but the yeah, defense, they stepped up. You know, the defense stepped up. They did an outstanding job. They were able to neutralize uh, uh, Derek, uh, Derek, uh, Darren, whatever his name is, Montgomery. <laughs> All I know is last name Montgomery, excuse me. Uh, they were able to neutralize him. And, you know, they were able to stop the run. And they were also able uh, to make sure that they didn't allow Mitchell Trubisky to get outside the pocket uh, and use his legs, which was – uh, very important. Uh, the Saints knew, okay, if you're going to beat us, Chicago, you're going to have to beat us with Mitchell Trubisky in the pocket. So the Saints did a really good job. Uh, there was a lot of sure tackling in this game. You didn't see a lot of broken tackles. As soon as the Saints had their hand on an offensive player, they brought him down to the ground. Uh, this was probably one of the best uh, performances uh, from the secondary when it comes to the tackling. You know, the only thing that concerns me about the secondary, I wish they could do just a tad bit better, is come down with some of those 50-50 balls or some of those balls they can test. Because I look at Janora Jenkins early in the game. He jumped in front of one of the receivers, could have had an interception there. Uh, Marshawn Lattimore with a great P, uh, PBU, which is a pass breakup, did an outstanding job with that. And, you know, but I wish they would actually come down with the football sometimes because – when you're in a cold season and you're doing stuff like that, uh, you know, that that is one of those things that can actually change the game. Uh, when you're turning over the football and you have an offense with Drew Brees, you can get them extra possessions. So that's the only concern that I have uh, going into the game. You know what I'm saying? I just wish that the New Orleans Saints would actually, uh, you know, be able to come down with some of those footballs. But all in all, defensively, that's what you want. Uh, that's what you want. You want the New Orleans Saints uh, to have a defense if the offense is struggling, that they'll be able to go out there and, and be able to pick up the slack. You know, there, there was so many times where the offense of the New Orleans Saints, if they weren't clicking on all cylinders, 
then they will end up losing games because the defense wasn't good enough in order for them to uh, get over the hump. But it's good to see, you know, it's good to see the uh, the team and, and the defense step up when the offense can try to find things out. And that's going to be huge going into a game versus the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Uh, before I move on and talk about this game, I want to give a few stats here. Uh, Drew Brees was 28 of 39 for 265 yards and two touchdowns. Uh, you know, you have uh, Taysom Hill uh, who tries to have a passing attempt, but we all know what happened with that. Uh, and we also have Alvin Kamara who had 23 carries for 99 yards. I, I like the fact that the New Orleans Saints are using Alvin Kamara in the run game a little bit more. You know, I, I like that, uh, you know, aspect of it all. You know what I'm saying? The fact that Alvin Kamara is actually – uh, running the football in between the tackles. We all know that he can catch the ball, but I'm noticing the New Orleans Saints are trying to get him more traditional running back role. And for all those people at the beginning of the season was like, oh, he's too small. He can't run in between the tackles. Uh, Alvin Kamara has been doing a really good job. Uh, we also have um, Latavius Murray uh, only had four carries for nine yards, but we know about that good play that he made. He tried to block Khalil Mack. Uh, you know, wasn't successful, fell down on the ground, got back up. Drew uh, Brady was able to find him. He wasn't actually even a, a pass catcher on that play. So that was a good heads up. Uh, that was a good heads up by Latavius Murray to go into the end zone uh, for the touchdown. Uh, Deontay Harris uh, stood out in the game. He had seven catches for 83 yards. And if Deontay Harris can get involved in the Saints offense, uh, they can be very, very dangerous because – he brings that, that different dynamic, right? We know what he can do with special teams. So if you get the ball in his hands, there's a strong possibility that he can make somebody miss. Uh, he's extremely elusive. So for to get him involved would be huge. Uh, Michael Thomas also had five catches for 73 yards. Good to see uh, Michael Thomas go back to work because we're going to need him down the stretch. So the New Orleans Saints uh, offense, uh, they did some really good things, you know. Uh, excuse me. My son, he don't know if he want to get down or get up. But anyway, um, you know, they did a really good job offensively, did an outstanding job. So I don't have an issue uh, with the Saints offensively. Uh, hopefully, like I said, they can get the job done uh, moving forward. And I know they'll be on the same page. Uh, one thing that, that stood out in this game to me, uh, something that has had a bit alarming, and I know everybody in who that nation has been talking about it, uh, it it's been Will Lutz. Uh, Will Lutz. Uh, is a guy, uh, you know, who we've been counting on uh, throughout the years to make clutch field goals. Uh, we've seen some game-winning field goals, uh, you know, this year versus Chicago Bears. Uh, we've seen one uh, in a game versus the Los Angeles Chargers. Uh, but Will Lutz, uh, he, he's, he's seeing ghosts right now, man. He has some demons he needs to exercise. And, you know, I don't know if teams are willing to do this, but if I'm the New Orleans Saints, uh, you might want to carry yourself another place kick on your roster just in case. You know, I, I understand that's an extra roster spot that could be used for somebody else, but I don't know, man, because I, I like Will Lutz. I like him a lot. Uh, I hope that he get over the hump. I feel like uh, once he gets himself together, he'll be a good, uh, valuable kicker for the franchise going forward. Uh, but I'm going to be real with you. If Will Lutz misses a field goal, right, if he misses a field goal and – you know, it cost the Saints a chance at the NFC Championship game or a chance at the Super Bowl. Uh, I don't think I'll be able to forgive Will Lutz for that because when you're one of the most accurate kickers in the National Football League, like people are mentioning you 
like, you know, with guys like Justin Tucker and stuff like that, one year and you're a Pro Bowl special teamer and, you know, all that kind of stuff. You know, it, it just – man, you can't be missing field goals like that. So I think the Saints need to uh, carry another place kicker uh, on the on the field. You know what I'm saying? And if they don't, then, you know, it might end up costing them. Uh, another thing that bothered me is the way that the Saints finished the game. You know, I know the game was on hand. I know they were defense. Uh, you know, we're trying to get a beat deep in order to give the Chicago Bears life. Uh, but when you're driving down the field, you got to be able to make a stop. And when you have uh, things like that going on, you know, I mean, when a game is tied or if a team can get a, a, go, a go-ahead score, then, you know, th- those type of plays, you got to be able to make stops. And for them to drive down the field and Jimmy Graham to catch that pass, you know, I mean, I know people are looking at it, but that's something that's extremely alarming. And that has gotten the Saints beaten, uh, you know, in a postseason in years past. So hopefully they can go ahead and finish games out, uh, finish strong, and, and make sure that that type of stuff don't happen again. Uh, but those are the things that I'm looking for uh, going into the uh, postseason, going further uh, for them to try to clean up. Uh, Will Lutz, I like him a lot, but once again, uh, if you're going to be missing field goals like that, we can't count on you uh, to get the job done. Then, you know, we might need to go in a different direction or some have you and somebody else and, you know, whoever kicking the best at the beginning of the game, then that's the person that you go out there and roll with. But I don't want to see a missed field goal and that'd be the reason why uh, we're not in a, in a Super Bowl. You know, if, if, if push come to shove or uh, we don't advance to the NFC championship game. Uh, the defensive uh, player of the game uh, for me, uh, one is uh, Janoris Jenkins. Uh, Janoris Jenkins uh, was locking guys down. I mean, he was all over the field. Uh, he was really doing some really good tackling in this game. And you can tell, like, he was really motivated. And, you know, when a guy starts to get into their 30s and, you know, they start to realize that their career is probably most likely coming to an end in the next couple of years, you know, you start to think about how you're going to be remembered. And one thing that all guys, no matter how much money that they're trying to make, no matter what they're trying to do, one thing on their bucket list is for them to be a world champion. And you can tell, like, Janora Jenkins is up to the task, and he understands that this team that he's on right now really has a chance uh, to do this. And um, he's out there uh, putting his best foot forward. Uh, You know, the New York Giants, uh, you know, released him, and the Saints picked him up midseason last year, and um, he's been paying dividends to the Saints. Uh, another player that stood out in this game to me was Sheldon Rankins. Uh, Sheldon Rankins, you know, been dealing with injuries over the past couple of the years. Uh, Sheldon Rankins has been uh, one of those people. Come on, I'm doing a video, buddy. <laughs> Sheldon Rankins has been uh, one of those people who's been dealing with injuries throughout the entire uh, time he's been with the Saints. Uh, we know about the Achilles injury at the MCL, uh, but for him to have a sack in the game, and also, you know, just be a huge disruption. Uh, that's something that you need, uh, you know, going into the postseason. You need some of your guys playing their best football, uh, the defensive tackles, the interior linemen trying to stop the run and, and stuff like that. So Sheldon Rankins uh, really did an outstanding job in this game, uh, you know, uh, setting the tone. And uh, you know that eventually if the Saints end up getting Trey Hendrickson back, he, he missed this game uh, with a neck injury. If he can come in uh, for that Tampa Bay Buccaneers game and you can get other guys back like uh, Traquan Smith, 
you know, then, you know, the New Orleans Saints can really make a run of this and it can really cause problems for Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay offense. So uh, hopefully he can keep that momentum going into the divisional round game. Uh, you know, the last divisional round game that Sheldon Rankins played in, you know, he ended up tearing his Achilles and that was huge for us, you know, again, against the Philadelphia Eagles. And I feel like, you know, if he would have been in an NFC championship game, the season that he had, I mean, it was one of his best seasons in the Saints uniform. Uh, you know, the story of the narrative probably would have been different because he would have been uh, a key contributor uh, in the game. So uh, the Saints move on, taking on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. As of right now, the Saints are a three-and-a-half-point favorite. Uh, that's about right. You know, uh, Tampa Bay is going to try to come in and, uh, you know, make this thing interesting. You know, you're playing a team for the third time. I mean, you're, you're a divisional rival. You, everybody knows everybody. Everybody knows the tendencies. Everybody knows who is who. So it's all going to come down to execution, uh, who who limits their mistakes and who makes the best plays. And um, I think that the New Orleans Saints uh, coaching staff is better than the Tampa Bay Buccaneers coaching staff. And I, I say that, you know, when it comes down to it, when crucial parts of the game, when a team is down, who is going to execute better? And I, I'm going to say something that a lot of people may consider this as me being a homer or unpopular opinion. But I just feel like Tom Brady is not a better uh, execution. Uh, it, it, you know what I'm saying? He doesn't execute the ball better than Drew Brees. Uh, Tom Brady is a – I feel like this. If, if we had to – if we had to look at the quarterback position, I feel like Drew Brees is a better quarterback than Tom Brady. Now, some people might think that that's crazy, but I just feel like when it comes to execution, when it comes to dissecting defenses – when it comes to like putting the ball where it needs to be with precision and accuracy, when it comes to like, you know, making audibles and switching things that they see, I just feel like Drew Brees is better than Tom Brady in that regard. I just feel like Tom Brady is just a better winner. You know, Tom Brady has won six Super Bowls and um, he has, you know, did some great things in crucial, in crucial moments. Uh, but uh, when it comes down to it, like I'm counting on Drew Brees. So I just feel like, uh, the way that Drew Brees executes, he he is a offensive coordinator on the field, right? He's able to see it. And uh, with Tom Brady, uh, I just think sometimes, you know, if he starts to feel pressure and stuff like that, he gets a little bit uh, uh, frustrated, and that can cause him to uh, do some different things to try to make something happen that's not there. Uh, you're probably never going to see that with Drew Brees. You know, Drew Brees, if he's forcing a football, it's very, very rare. You know what I'm saying? He's always going to try to find somebody that's open, or try to create an opportunity, or he's going to live to fight another day. He's going to throw the ball at the ground, throw the ball away, or do something, you know what I'm saying, to stop, try to uh, make sure that the Saints live to fight another day. So if it comes down to execution, I'm rolling with the New Orleans Saints coaching staff. Uh, Tampa, you know, I just feel like they middle of the pack when it comes to the coaching. I don't feel like Byron Leftwich is at that point where he can out-scheme and out with uh, Dennis Allen, who I feel like is an above-average defensive coordinator. You know, I don't feel like he's an elite defensive coordinator. I don't feel like he's up there uh, with the Coast Slaters or anything like that out there in, in, in Los Angeles or, or even, you know, somebody like Ty Bowles, you know what I'm saying, who's, you know what I'm saying, uh, you know, I feel like is a tad bit better defensive coordinator than he is. But uh, I feel like, you know, Byron Leftwich is a guy who's still young as an offensive coordinator. He's still trying to learn. He's still trying to uh, create his own path and his own culture. And I just feel like, and when it comes down to it, I, I feel like Dennis Allen has a, a 
I feel like he can scheme a little bit better than that. So uh, New Orleans Saints, three and a half point favorites. I like where they stand. And hopefully the Saints can get the job done and we move on to the NFC Championship to play whether uh, they play the Los Angeles Rams or they play the Green Bay Packers, which they will have to travel to Lambeau. But I'm not focused on Lambeau right now. Let's focus on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I'm confident in the Saints team. I'm not buying into this whole, oh, you know, now you got in the back of your head, you beat this team three times. The second time you played them, you destroyed them. Nah, man, this is a team. It, it, I feel like this. If this was another team and hasn't and haven't been through some of the hardships the Saints have been through in the postseason, then I feel like this could be a letdown game. But this is a team that understands that this could be their last hurrah, this is their last opportunity. And I'm pretty sure uh, Drew Brees has talked to these guys about his future, man. Because, you know, if you're as close-knit and, and tight as that locker room is, you get the conversation has taken place. And, and they, they've said, like, you know, Drew Brees has told those guys, you know, this is probably going to be my last year. So they, they want to make sure that Drew go out on top. And a lot of these guys won't be with the New Orleans Saints next year, you know, due to, due to the cap. Uh, due to them going out to greener pastures, you know what I'm saying, to get more money. And, uh, you know, this New Orleans Saints, they have to, uh, you know, they got to win now. And I just feel like everybody is going to be focused in this game. Everybody is going to be focused uh, going into this game versus the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Uh, but I would love to hear from you. Uh, what do you think about uh, this game versus the Tampa Bay Buccaneers? Uh, what do you think the Saints have to do in order to get the victory? Comment down below, like and share this video. This has been the State of the Saints podcast. Thank you so much. And thank you for bearing with me, man, as uh, my son uh, has tried to get me to flip him throughout the entire podcast. <laughs> but thank you so much. Uh, please subscribe to the YouTube channel, youtube.com, search The State of the Saints podcast, facebook.com, search The State of the Saints podcast. Previous episodes are available on iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and Anchor FM. Thank you so much. I really do appreciate it. Uh, you all take care. And uh, for all my wrestling fans, before I go, before I go, uh, I just want to uh, let everybody know that you can check out TJ Knows Wrestling Podcast on YouTube, youtube.com. Search TJ Knows Wrestling Podcast. And, uh, you know, check out the podcast, support, and subscribe. Uh, what we do is we break down one wrestler uh, every single week on Friday. That's when the show comes out. Uh, I've done two episodes. Uh, first episode was on Brett the Hitman Hart. Episode number two on Eddie Guerrero. And this week, the episode is going to be focused on the Olympic gold medalist, Kurt Angle. That's right. Episode number three, focus on Kurt Angle. So you don't want to miss that. Subscribe to TJ Knows Wrestling Podcast. And also check out uh, the State of the Saints podcast on Twitter, uh, at State of Saints. Till next time, all I got to say is, who that? <laughs>